Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. Little animals that they just like occur in nature, right? We would be saving plants. Mm. We ain't animals that occur in nature. Here's the thing, that would not be practical at all for the demand. If everyone decides to still eat animals, we still need farms. Alright. That's true. But why would it be alright, so alright. So you argue so you argued if an alien species came and just used humans as food, right? You said that would technically be unethical? Yes, I would believe that would be unethical. Okay, so what, what happens if the aliens cared for us and gave us food, but then after that, um, when, it was there, when, it, when they saw fit that they, were, they needed to eat something, they would, they, say, they would look at humans and they would weigh it against plants, and they would say humans have more uh, nutrition. And they're just more convenient. Okay, so nutrition is your argument. Yeah, if if they said so. Okay, well, the we can go down the health argument, but let's stick to the nutrition part. N- nutrition part, for instance, um, let's say with our species, a human. Let's say some a human was more nutritious than an animal. Would you eat them? Um, if a, if an animal was more if a human was more nutritious than an animal, no, because I my argument of earlier that um we care for our own. Okay, okay. Um, when it comes to nutrition, that's also a health argument. Which plants have all the nutrition you can uh, eat. The thing uh, is, mm-hmm. a lot of vegan food actually has more nutrition than. Uh, animals and just because they're nutritious does not mean they're healthy. Uh, correct. Uh, but what if they're more convenient to um to like grow and then feed and then like you know later on slaughter and eat, right? In comparison to the plants, which might take longer years. I know in the, in lo- many of the cases the plants take less time. But I, I've I've had a farm before. We've grown our own crops. But I'm saying um for the demand, right? Supply demand. What if the animals um gave more food back in comparison to the resources that were required to grow them. Okay, um, they gave more food back. Well, the thing about that is that's uh, blatantly false because plant foods actually, there's a lot more of that that we can give back instead of animals. Um, is that something that you can prove? Yes. Um, the fact that if we stopped animal agriculture, we technically would have enough food to uh, basically end world hunger. Okay. All right. So, so far, you have definitely proven that your standpoint is feasible. But I think my standpoint is also feasible. So, I'm going to say, um, if I... All right. So, you you're arguing that it's unethical? Yes. Uh, that, that's really hard to argue against because, you know, ethics is a lot, it's not an objective truth, but rather a subjective, um, opinion of humans. Would you agree with that? Yes. I agree. Morals are subjective. Yes. So if if I'm saying if I'm responsible for providing for an animal and then I, I decide to use that animal for my own, uh, consumption. I would think that that would be completely that would be completely uh, just. You were responsible for the life, and therefore you can take it. You're responsible for the life, therefore you can take it. Yes. Uh, uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? All right. So, um, suppose you um, sustained 
the life of a creature uh, of not i'll have to use an example other than a creature because that's we're trying to come to that conclusion that same applies for creatures so um if i build a house then it's it's okay if i wreck it right Yes, you built the house. It's not sentient or anything like that. Yeah, but why would we have to assume if uh, we well, why would we have that attachment that um if it's sentient, then we can't. Because if it was sentient, then it it would totally uh want to live. It would not like being killed. It would not like the pain of being killed or anything like okay, that. Okay, so this is um gonna be an argument that I'm gonna use now against you. So. Do you believe that killing sentient life is wrong in any case? Uh, depends on what you mean by that. Like, I would say if it meant, like, kill one person, save 100, then I would say that's not wrong. Okay, no. so uh, so one um, one, ver- one sentient life is more valuable. Uh, two sentient lives are more valuable than one sentient life. Two sentient- one sentient life is more no, two is what? greater than two is greater than one. In if, my viewpoint, yes. Um, a lot, a lot of people will argue that that's not the case. Uh, a lot of people would say it's not justified, but I would say it is. Okay, so now um, we have insects which are sentient, right? But we kill them all the time. Do you see a problem with? Do you see an issue with that? Mm, yeah, I mean, insects are obviously less sentient around the bottom of the barrel uh that's why a lot of vegans don't kill insects do you all right so you don't think that um killing insects is ethical me personally i don't think purposely killing insects is ethical no all right so do you know that when we make when we, we when we are farming right we have to spray these chemicals on these plants that kill thousands and thousands of insects yes i'm aware the thing about that though is that it won't be practical to not do that. Uh, veganism is also about practicability. You, it's, uh, I can't remember the correct definition. Uh, getting rid of animal suffering as much as practically possible. The fact that if we didn't kill those insects, then we wouldn't live, basically. Okay, but we, have we weighed the um, number, of senti- number of sentient beings versus the... Um, the level of sentience they are against what what we reek out of it, right? So, like for example, we save a cow by spraying the crops, um, and we kill, I don't know how many insects. I'm pretty sure a couple hundred. Yeah, insects are inherently less valuable than a cow because of the level of sentience. Uh, I do agree. When say goes down to a certain levels, it does get uh, less valuable. Okay, so. so but would you agree that a human is more sentient than a cow? Yes, I will agree with that. So why doesn't the same formula apply that we can eat the cow because we're more sentient? Well, here's the thing about that. Cows are still sentient to a point of, uh, what was it, around a three-year-old or so? Or at least that was pigs. Um, the fact that they actually have perceived worldviews, they mourn for their babies, Everything like that makes it so it's not ethical. Um, suppose we like made the we had a way method of killing them, but they didn't they didn't feel pain. Would that still be unethical? Uh, yes, because here's the thing: if I uh got let's say 
uh, a person, a retard, whatever, and I kill them and they don't feel pain. Is that ethical? I actually don't know. Well, we're going to assume, we're going to assume, right? We're going to assume that this person was sentient enough to feel that, right? Right. Um, and in that case, it would be unethical. It, you actually, you were not in a position to judge in that case, right? You're not in a position to judge. Um, but, but, but the thing is, we objectively agree that the cow, the human is more sentient than the cow. Yes, we have uh, more developed brains, so therefore we are more sentient. Yes. So what? So where do? We, where exactly is the line drawn? Where, um, where we say, okay, this is non-sentient. The the killing off of this sentient being is um less significant than than um for our survival. Oh, like, like, uh, do you mean where? Yes. As in, uh. So, we, like you said, the insects can die for our for our consumption, but um, larger beings, not so much. Yeah, because we don't have to. All right. So, um, I think we can actually live without um, killing animals nor plants. Mm, explain that, because I don't okay. believe we can. We yes. Can all right. So, yes. All right. So we, for example, we can. Um, we can consume milk, right? Dairy products. I mean, I uh, I don't argue. F uh, milk is, I would say, unethical too. So, it is. Why I so? mean, yes. We're not consuming. Because, we're not consuming anything I mean, sentient. Okay, you're not consuming a dead body, but at the same time, you also are enslaving an animal, raping the animal, taking away its babies, so you can force the animal to give you milk. Okay, but that's not necessary to obtain milk. Uh, and like my on my dad, on my grand my grandfather's farm, he literally has a cow, and naturally, like the cow naturally like gets milk, and he um and he harvests it. Okay, but the cow has to get pregnant first, and waiting for a bull to impregnate a cow is not practical. You need to do it faster for demand. But it's is it not possible that we can have enough cows that they we're not killing them right we're just using them for the milk and there we're feeding them it's it's actually um uh we 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 then become dependent on them and they become dependent on us it's a fair game it's ethical in that sense no I don't see how enslaving an animal and forcing it to give you milk uh the, uh, you know, raping it is ethical. I know. I don't, <laughs> I disagree with the raping uh, part of it, right? But I'm thinking if it happens uh, on a natural basis, we let them into nature, right? And the thing, and we just, and they just, we're, they're normalized to our existence and we're normalized to their existence. And that whenever they're pregnant and they're reproducing milk, we can get some of the milk. Okay, so you're saying if it was a wild animal, basically in nature, you randomly found it while it was pregnant, um, you know, the baby stays with the mother and you just went up there and milked it. Yes. Um, I would still say that's animal exploitation, but that's not nearly as big of a, but, as a problem. Plus that it wouldn't be practical when it comes to demand. But then like that is much more, uh, I would definitely argue that's definitely much more ethical than killing the insects to get the plants. Mm, I don't yes. know about that. One. Yeah, you're 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 weighing you're weighing something that's sentient against something that's um, 
uh, what do you call it? What you would call unfair, maybe? Well, here's the thing. Insects, they are sentient, but they are hardly sentient. Uh, they are at the very bottom of the barrel. But does that, make, does that make a difference that they're sentient or not? Like, it doesn't make a difference because, like, they're still sentient to the degree, right? I mean, yes. If something was sentient to the point, like, it hardly had any knowledge of what's going on. It just did basically what its evolution was told with hardly any viewpoint, then I think it will be more okay to kill that. All right, yes. All right, but the thing being is um, I'm saying if you get that milk, right, you didn't kill any plants and you didn't kill any um, – of course, and we agree that plants are not exactly sentient, but you didn't kill any plants and you didn't kill insects in the process to get those plants. But the thing is if you, kill, if you uh, harvest plants, then you're definitely going to be killing in, uh, sentient beings. Okay, um, yes, you will be killing sentient beings. Think about the milk, though, I will admit it is more ethical. I don't think it's exactly completely ethical. Like, for instance, if uh, you saw a dead uh, corpse in the woods of an animal, then I think that's ethical to eat, perfectly okay. When it comes to just going up to a cow and just milking it i think that's a little oh, bit of wait, wait, so repeat that last phrase you said um get for just harvesting the plant that's okay right because we're not killing anything sentient right you may be killing bugs but that would uh be practical when it came for our survival because humans are technically more important <sighs> but, but that's the same thing that applies for cows does it not I'm, I'm saying, where do you draw that line? Where does that distinction come? Like, okay, suddenly I can kill this thing, but I can't kill that thing. Yeah, like, there has to be a way to measure that, right? Just by what's practical. Well, what's what's practical? Don't step in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he took my line, but um, I was going to say, um, like, I was asking, what? how do you calculate that? There, is there, like, is that just a subjective opinion, or is that based upon... Um, uh, like it's some sort of evaluation that makes that you can assess that okay our life is this valuable that insect's life is that valuable and the cow's life is this valuable so therefore i can kill the plants okay well here's the thing let's say we're harvesting plants um insects are a necessary cause for harvesting plants when it comes to animals you know cows all that we would not have to really do anything for them uh, we don't need to kill them to harvest plants. We don't need to really do anything like that. Uh, so I would not say that's practical. When it comes to, you know, getting food, I would say some death would have to be necessary in order to get that. Yes, I'm agreeing with you. So we, we do definitely need to kill something to eat, right? It's basically inedible. I can't say that word. Sorry. But yeah. But so like... What if I'm by my assessment, right? I'm thinking, all right. So I kill a cow. That's that's almost, in my opinion, is comparable to killing all those insects. Okay, so you think killing a cow would be comparable to killing insects? Well, if you do a genocide, like I'm telling you, like thousands of insects versus one cow, the mass of the insects is greater than the cow. Hmm. Give me a minute. Yeah, this actually gets into uh, the sentience of ant colonies. So you'll find that uh, a single ant, completely unremarkable, right? Yes. Um, there's nothing special about a single ant. In fact, I don't even, I wouldn't even make the remark that it's sentient, right? But 
a whole colony of ants could certainly be qualified as sentient, yes. right? They tend to work in group favor. Uh, they tend to they, act in ways that are actually severely yes. complex. They're like a civilization species. in a sense. Uh, yeah, but the, it's like all together, they're like as a body. infinitely more complex than uh, one. So yes, yeah, it's it's just a hive mind basically. So um, yeah, there actually is an ethical argument to be made that you're uh, in a quantitative sense, depending on the measurement that you're using, you're actually sniffing out more uh, sentient life form mm -hmm. uh, in a in a in a larger quantitative way by harvesting plants than harvesting. Uh, yes, cows. but um, uh, I think from I'm gonna be like the devil's advocate now, right? So I think um, yes, I think you could technically make the argument that it's more ethical to kill a cow, but I don't think um, how it's being done at the moment is uh, ethical <laughs> in comparison to how we harvest plants. Is that is that is that is that a reasonable statement, Spookyel? Uh, say it again. Okay, it may it may or may not be um more ethical to kill a cow because of the complexity of entire um entire colonies of insects that are killed however how the way we're doing it today it's extremely um many many fold more um unethical to kill the cows with the way we're doing it today may agree is especially with the way we're doing it today it is very unethical um like i said also there's the intention fact when it comes to killing insects it's completely really unintentional uh you can't really help that when it comes to killing a cow there is intention there okay wait so you're saying the subject of the killing right the subject well actually the subject of consumption is not being the subject of consumption is not sentient and therefore it's okay i'm sorry say that again the subject of being of uh, the subject that is sentient is not the um subject of consumption. Actually, you missed the better argument, Vivi. If you'd allow me to make it. Okay. Um. Sure. I guess. Uh. I'm not the best debater, but um. I was still. I was still wondering what Spooky Owl just said a second ago. It. I'm trying to. I'm gonna try to reiterate it. You said um, because we're not intending to kill the insects, it's okay, but. Because we're intending to kill the cow, it is. I think intent does play a role when it comes to it, yes. Yeah, but that's that's actually the issue with the argument, right? Is if you're going to make an argument from intentions, uh, then this becomes a lot easier, right? Uh, most meat eaters actually don't intend to hurt animals. Um, and it, this is uh, fairly clear, uh, clear if you actually watch. Like, you could just watch videos on, like, um, they'll have, uh, like, a slab of meat out on a table. And then behind the desk, they'll act as if they're killing like a pig and you can hear it squealing and then they'll be like really shocked by this and uh, unsettled. Um, and you'll just, you'll find this throughout society, this cognitive dissonance. And also uh, the intention also could be made that like, let's throw that out of the uh, mm -hmm. equation entirely. Let's say that people understand that cows are dying, right? But the intention is to feed the human species in a way that's nutritious. They believe that they need meat to survive. So the intention is, it's either them or us. And I think even vegans would agree that if it was a choice between uh, animals and humans, that they would always choose humans. If we had to kill uh, animals to survive, to eat them, uh, most vegans would agree with that. I, I would agree with that. So if, if intentionality is actually, it has to do with a, a cognitive uh, goal, right? So like you have an intention, 
you're going to uh, procure that, right? So intention, <clears throat> really, uh, intention can be anything, right? So like the intention in killing somebody, murdering somebody, uh, could be seen as virtuous in a single variable to somebody. Um, in the same way, um, you could isolate the single variable of trying to, uh, you know, extend the human species. Um, and you could say that it's actually a desirable intention. Yes. Right? So you could say in the same fashion that it's the intentionality of harvesting plants and the intentionality of harvesting animals is both virtuous from this standpoint. Yes. It's, it's pretty, it's a pretty bad argument, actually. It's, it's not a good one. It's, it could be used against you. Yes. I agree with that, and um, I think Sukiyalo can agree with that to a degree. I won't speak for him, but um, yeah, I never said intention was the whole thing. I said it can play a part. Yes, it's a part of it. Oh my God! Um, Cross just posted a whole paragraph. Um, yeah, I, I think I think we did finish to an extent. Um, Sukiyalo is still on his point. And I'm kind of selling my point. And Zykron over here, um, he had his own uh, two cents about it. I think I do agree with both arguments. I respect both arguments, but I still hold opinion of... Um, also, you can say it. Say what? You can say it. My opinion? You can say the debate. You agree with both of their arguments. Yes, <laughs> yes. Damn, you were doing so fucking well with that insect shit. Biggest clap. <clears throat> Fucking history. Yeah, I fucking need to learn how to argue that better. I need to watch more shit. That's for Spooky sure. was fucking baby up. Are so you a good. vegan, Spooky? Yeah, I'm a vegan. Yeah, yeah, you're a vegan. I, I was a vegan um a couple months back. Um, I was I was vegetarian for three years, and I was uh, vegan for eight months. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I'm aware. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I used to know you. I uh, heard about you on Ask Yourself's Discord a while back, like forever ago. Yeah, oh. so um, anyway, you you're part of that Discord. Yeah, they hate me there. Um, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that they none of them will engage with my arguments at all. So uh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure you're aware of the vegan uh, the the um, uh, debate I had with Isaac, right? Um, oh, how long ago? Um, a while back. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I lose track of these debates. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, most people over there who, who are aware of me because of AY, they know that debate. So, um, oh, yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, the whole uh, vegan argumentation is kind of, um, it's it's actually kind of bad over there because really, if if you really want to get down to like what Isaac is saying is that you can be logically consistent, but the logically consistent position of which you take is going to be ridiculous, right? And how he does this is he's trying to get you down to a point where you're saying, like, it's permissible to kill retards. Mm. But it, in reality, uh, you don't need to concede that. And even if you do uh, name the trade in such a way that it's basically the society of which we live in, they're still going to say that they disagree with it on the grounds that it's outrageous. But that's kind of fallacious because the way of which they appeal to it prior is society would think that you're nuts if you wanted to kill retarded people but it's funny how they don't frame it that way when you answer it in such a way that it's basically modern day society because they know they can't make that argument because they know that modern day society is perfectly fine with mass slaughtering cows chickens um <laughs> like all of these yeah, well, farm the, animals 
So mm. it's kind of a weak argument because I don't know. It kind of what they're doing is itself. a consistency test to see if you're consistent. Why would they? Why okay? Why would they? Why is it just a consistency test if when you answer the questions, how they condemn it is saying that it's a ridiculous argument because most people wouldn't accept it. I mean, because, I agree that I mean, it could be used as a consistency it. test. It's, it would sound absurd to most people. I doubt most people will agree with killing retards. Yeah, but that look, look, look. You could name the trait in such a way. Um, and I can do it for you. <clears throat> you could name the trait in such a way that it just basically mirrors modern day society. Do you think that most people find modern day society to be absurd? No. Uh, in in terms of killing farm animals. Okay, uh, you wait, don't. Yes. Well, I mean, like you, you have you have a quite a lot of cute people, um, especially in the youth, right? That um, that will see something. There's something off by killing sentient life, like mm -hmm. spooky owls arguing, right? Um, and I think so too. Like there's a there is obviously Nobody really thinks about what they're eating, right? It's like they don't think that um, it's coming from a live creature. But the thing being is, I'm I argue from the standpoint of necessity, and um, yeah, which is a fine. That's actually how I used to argue for it too. Uh, but you see, the thing is, is that even when you evaluate this from like a advocacy standpoint, you'll find that most people who hear the message of veganism reject it, right? So it, it, again, it's like you're gonna have to make the argument that. Even the modern day society which we find ourselves in, most people are actively thinking that's absurd whilst in it. Um, but do you, are you? Do you think that uh, name the trait always produces absurdities? Are you under that? I'll impression? say that again. Are Are you under the impression, just both of you guys, are you under the impression that name the trait always produces necessarily absurdities? Name the trait you said. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Spooky Al is aware of it, so maybe he can answer the question. Um, I agree that if you do not acknowledge that the fact um you know animals versus humans and that it will produce an absurdity if you have one standard for another sure okay i can answer uh name the trait then for you in a way that doesn't produce absurdities so do you want to hear it sure okay so uh you've let's just pretend you've run the name the trait argument on me okay so i'm gonna name the trait the trait is my preference how do you argue that Okay, well, preference could be anything. It could be my preference to murder someone. Does that make it right? Okay, so I'm not, I'm totally not trying to be mean here, but um, that's a classic mistake people make in there, and I'm gonna tell you why it's actually a fallacious argument. <clears throat> that's what we call a non sequitur. Um, I've given you an argument, right, and this argument can be called A, right, and A is my preference. So my preference is a specific preference of which is applied to me. And these preferences, you could have basically assigned letters to them. <clears throat> and like, let's say it's just like, uh, we have an assortment of like 24 letters. Now that's my specific sequence of preferences. Now let's say that you have another preference. Let's call that B. That's an entirely different assortment of letters, right? Still 24, but an entirely different um, sequence. Now you've given me B and you said, <clears throat> well, uh, you've given me A, but what about B, right? So that's, that's a classic example of a non sequitur because the conclusion, the premises that you've given me don't naturally fall to the conclusion. So just because other preferences exist uh, doesn't mean that my preference is wrong, mm. right? That is a good argument. Yeah. So it's it's actually, it's just a textbook nonsense. No, but, but I think then we have the issue of defining it, right? So you said, um, what was your, what was your, what was your, pre what was your um, name? The, uh, what is it called? Yeah, you said your, um, you said you said your I forgot what it's called. What was it called? No, oh, no. What are you What are you talking about? 
you said the name of a preface or something like that. Uh, and you said your thing was preference. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like my list of categorical preferences. So like when you say like name the trade, right? Okay, if name you, the if trade. You're aware of the name the trade argument. Name the trade. I, I, yeah, name yeah. the trade. Like trade as in like you know trading something else, right? A, a trait can be anything, right? Oh, traits. Ask yourself, yeah. Was it yeah, a trait? Okay, so yeah. that so um, you said your name of trait was your uh your uh preference, right? My categorical but, set, set of preferences. Yes. Yeah. So like the the proclivities of which I find myself in. So this could be you could you could actually make this from like um, like I could make a Kantian argument for this. I could make an a motivist argument for this. But just like let's say for just the sake of argument, so I'm going full emotivist. I'm saying like. I have a set of natural proclivities. Uh, that's what falls under. So I, I just naturally gravitate towards positions, and that's what this is. Okay. That's so, but the thing is, your your position cannot be generalized to all other cases, right? Yeah, I can't. You you can't you can't say. Um, so you have a preference, but what about somebody else's preference? Because then you're using an argument of which I haven't proposed, and that's a non sequitur. It's engaging with an argument that I haven't made. Okay, I'm just assuming that there's like because like when I hear the statement, I feel like there's an implied that everybody can have their own preference and every preference is valid. Um, everyone can have their own preference and every preference is valid in the name the trade argument. Um, it's it, it, it depends on like what perspective you're looking at it from. Um, like for instance, every preference can be logically valid and another preference can't be applied to scrutinize it. Does that make sense? Um. All right. So you said every preference can be allowed. Yeah, like but the they thing can, they're logically valid. So like in other words, <clears throat> like preferences really can't contradict, especially in like an emotivist framework, because like, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I may be you guys probably aren't too familiar, but like if I'm like pleading moral particularism, mm -hmm. for instance, All right. uh, then, then that kind of gets around the issue of like universal principles. So I can just skirt that issue right there. So I don't need to even follow like base guidelines. I can just say that I'm uh, emoting to particular situations. Uh, I see. Yeah. So, like, it, 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 like even that issue, you can't like appeal to principles to a particularist. So there, there there's so many ways around the name the trade argument that, <clears throat> like, you could basically make, I mean, a set of like, I mean, hundreds of arguments to combat it. But this one I found to be the most effective because I don't think really anybody who runs it has an answer for it. Um. And uh, honestly, uh, I, I tried to uh, plead, like, to take down its formal validity, but I don't even feel that's necessary. I feel like it's just engage with it as if it is formal and then just uh, give an answer to it that uh, they can't combat. <clears throat> and they can't even say it's absurd, right? Because if you say that my preferences are absurd, you'd have to, uh, you'd have to prove that the larger society around me finds my, uh, my actions to be absurd, generally, like eating animals and stuff like that. No, but you'd have to first make the agreement that that's... Both, you both can agree with that, that that makes something absurd. Because a lot of people can say, uh, most of society can get it wrong, right? We, we, we witnessed society get it wrong a couple of times in the past. We've committed world wars and most okay, people so, being agreeing. Yes. Sorry, just rewind for a sec because I, I interrupted, but you, you can go ahead. And... Yes, you said um, preference can be proven wrong by... Um, by a group like a uh, by the majority of society agreeing with that. No, 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 no. That's that's not what I said, right? <clears throat> uh, from the perspective of name the trait, right? Yes. The condemnability of an argument of uh, is based on uh, a wider society having accepted or not accepted it, right? That's just producing an absurdity. It's not saying that it's wrong 
or right on its own logical merits because of that. It's just simply pointing out the fact that it is absurd. So that's where the argument leads to. It's not trying to say that you're illogical. It's saying that you're logical, but most people would disagree with you. <clears throat> so what I'm saying is um, I'm trying to create an argument of which <clears throat> is logically consistent, but in addition, isn't absurd to the larger uh, societal oh, okay. that's, that. And I think my preference kind of encapsulates that. That's very notable. <clears throat> so um, this kind of, I, I don't know. I mean, do you have an answer to this issue? Are, are you just wait what say that again do, do you have a do, do you have an answer to the my preference argument or, or... i mean <clears throat> i'm just saying using your argument i could say my preference would be to create a holocaust you know but that isn't that isn't using are you aware of are you aware of kantian uh are you aware of kantian um categories uh, like the way that categorization works in kantian ethics not really no are you aware of moral particularism like any of these things and I'm relatively new to this, so I can't. Okay, sure. It. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. Well, um, it, it's kind of weird that you say that, right? Because you, you, to say that, you'd have to say, um, well, are are do you have an objection to people having a, a categories in their head? So, like the category of chair. Do you think that people should be allowed to have categories like that? Like, for instance, I could deem a chair to be anything that is a sitting utensil, but in addition has places for me to rest my arms, right? Is that objectionable as a category? It's not an actual physical thing. It's a cognitive, um, it's a cognitive uh, construction. Mm -hmm. Is that objectionable? It's, um, I don't think it's objection, but it, uh, is it objectionable as in can it be objected? No, no, no. Or... Is it objectionable to have categorizations, right? Because if, if you're saying that, well, then, I mean, I guess I can't, I, I can't, I can really just disagree with you there, but I don't think it's objectionable pe for people to have cognitive categories. And certainly, I don't think that any one cognitive category is better than the other. So, for instance, I have a specific cognitive category. I can argue from just a Kantian perspective now. I have a cognitive category in such that um, some things are permissible and such things are dispermissible, right? So, for instance, uh, killing animals is permissible, right? <clears throat> and that's just because I, I, I externally uh, visualize it empirically, and then I cognitively categorize that as a good action. So that's a Kantian argument. Uh, saying that this argument is is basically the means by which anybody could justify anything is like saying <clears throat> people have different um, categorizations cognitively. And I agree with you, but I don't think that that means that it's ridiculous to have cognitive yeah. categories. So you, it you, seems... You have posed great arguments. I, I can't counter at the moment. <laughs> and I'm agreeing with them at the moment. I'm agreeing with them. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research and try to think it out more um, thoroughly. In order to be um, to produce to um, produce an opinion and conclusion. Yeah, that's that's a that's a principled argument, by the way. That's because of of the way that that Kant saw this. That's like a completely principled argument. But I could make an unprincipled argument. I could just plead moral particularism and emotivism, mm -hmm. uh, gravitating towards particular positions, and then I don't really think anybody has an objection to that. Um, that's I mean that's pretty unobjectionable, and you can't actually use. Um, a moral particularism against itself. You can't say that it justifies anything because moral particularism doesn't care about that. It just cares about the way people conduct themselves in terms of uh, moral thoughts, actions, and okay. judgments. So, so we, like, as a society yeah. at the moment, have that moral particularism about, like, for example, uh, human life, how it shouldn't be killed. Murder is a crime. Well, I mean, I think that it, it has to do with... Moral particularism is, is uh, us, like, a in contrast to moral generalism. 
which is the idea that um, principles, moral principles, do explain <clears throat> moral action, thought, and judgment. And then particularism is 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 uh, the idea that moral principles don't explain moral thought, action, and judgment. So <clears throat> basically, what I'm saying is is that if I say that I'm a more particularist, I can just say that. Um, I mean, really, it's a natural exp extension of uh, saying that I'm just um, somebody who isn't an actual consciousness, which, I mean, that's even deeper. That's even more woke, fam. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, look, <laughs> the, the, the name the trade argument, this is kind of why I don't find it very persuasive, right, is because <clears throat> it purports to produce absurdity, but in reality, it actually doesn't do that. Like, if somebody answers the name the trade argument in a quote-unquote absurd way, it's like it's only absurd because they've gotten them to because AY has gotten him them to concede on yes. this like ridiculous premise that they should kill retards because uh you know some arbitrary principled standard of yes. which they've created in the discussion. It's like well intelligence is valued. It's like it, and then we could get into like the the kind of absurdity of picking one trait to to pretty much uh, describe anything. It's like a uh, steering wheel. Uh, does that encapsulate a car? <laughs> I'm gonna need to like put some wheels Correct. on that and like an exterior body and like windows. It's like it's kind of a malformed argument. Uh, I, I certainly, I, I, I certainly wouldn't say that in terms of like uh, the ways it w in which it could be written. It's always informal, but it, even if it is formal, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think so. You, ever be you, um, particularism <laughs> is when you would um, use. Wait, I'm trying to restate it because that helps me understand, right? Mm -hmm. So it's when you use something that, um, like, I, I really caught on to the, the wheel, uh, steering wheel um, example, right? So use part of something to describe an entire thing. Okay. And, and um, it's what, again? It's absurd if everybody most people disagree with it yeah i mean look the the categories and this is kind of the ironic uh thing with ay is he doesn't really produce any uh like deductive arguments uh, in this in this area he's actually appealing to induction who who's this of which he doesn't even uh this is ay he's actually appealing to induction when he makes these claims because <clears throat> what he's saying is i don't have any actual uh like even wider inductive data, but I'm just going to make like this intuitive inductive claim that most people would find mm -hmm. this absurd. It's actually not any, like, it's not like a methodological uh, statement. He's not saying this based on like studies. He, he doesn't have like the, the Oxford study on killing retards for food. He, he's just kind of pulling it out of his ass. It's, it's like an inductive uh, intuition. All right. It's anecdotal, um, okay. L has tagged me. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll read that. Uh, no, that's not reading. That's a video. I'll watch that. that. Yes, that's, that's his channel. Okay, that's who, that's who uh, ask yourself is. Yeah, and don't, and don't take my word for it. By the way, watch his videos of critics. Like, I'm not here to to quote unquote slander the guy. I just I don't like his arguments. I I, I don't mind like like I don't want to get into his actual personal shit because everybody goes on and on and on about him personally. But I don't. I'm not interested in attacking his character. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. I always love uh, these people. That um, I don't necessarily love the people. I love I love listening to these people and their opinions and their reasoning to getting to their conclusions. Yeah. And it's it's always enlightening. It's Thank you so much. It's great to have an open mind, dude. Like seriously, it's uh it, like always look into shit. I mean, I'd say that the one uh, 
personal qualm I maybe have with ask yourself is just the way he treats people is really shitty. But I mean, that's yeah. yeah every person has their own thing going. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, one day we can like. I really think. I think even if we were are able to prove the most questionable things at the core of our society, um, then um, we we'll still we we'll still have people that just um deny it. Just deny what you're you're you're. Even like, if we, if we, even if we find um objective way to prove like the biggest questions at the center of our society, for mm -hmm. example, existence of God or um where our morals come from, right? If we if we have like a solid way to prove that stuff, and we can all and all the intellect intellectuals agree on it as a valid way to come to those conclusions, um, I still think people were gonna deny it. I don't. I don't really think you're gonna ever come to some objective conclusion about these things um you're always going to have uh, i mean you're always going to have your base presuppositions that are completely unjustified like yes but you can have like assumptions that most people can agree with though yeah but that's that in itself is a presupposition correct so it's like it's like saying my presupposition is right because i have a presupposition that says that my presupposition is right <laughs> yes we need to we, we would need to um have a way to validate a precept without using the precept like the logic cues in the precept yeah but then you just then that would just be something behind that that would need to be justified of which you couldn't theoretically it's even it, theoretically it's even not possible okay so i i know there's this argument about linear regression right and um not maybe not linear regression horizontal regression i don't know mm -hmm. but basically it's a, a not not horizontal vertical but basically it's saying that if you have something sitting on something else, sitting on something else, sitting on something else, right? That means it, eventually he's going to have to sit on a base, right? Mm -hmm. And that's like logic that most people would agree with. And it's not a, it's not a, it's not actual fact, but it's just like, that's how we, um, I don't know how to say it. It's, it's just what we accept as a society. Okay. And so I'm saying, like, a precept like that, saying uh, uh, a tower cannot stand without a base, right? Mm -hmm. Is that is that is that a is that an objective precept, or is that a more of opinionated? Is that is that subjective? Um, I I I would have to think about that really really hard actually, but um, my 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 immediate inclination is subjective. All right. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna also try to think about that for a long time. I think there's actually um, math, right? I think math would be able to prove that somehow, like taking a limit. Math is, is a presupposition. Ah, uh, <laughs> but most people can agree with math. So yeah, like I said. But my, saying my, that our... that makes it right is a presupposition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, it's 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 kind of impossible to. Unfortunately, it's just kind of impossible to get past this. Uh... Yes. Oh man, that kind of sucks. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully um, we get closer. We converge, converge our presets to be um, some similar, if not exactly the same. Uh, should I be reading this? Oh, uh, reading what? What one and sign Q and Bucky have to say be for between each other? It really doesn't matter. But but yeah, Spooky, I'll do you um have any questions about my argument or 
Uh, I will have to do more research into actual debating because there are still a lot. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, who who actually convinced you to be vegan? Uh, let's see. Vegan, I'm honestly not sure who convinced me. Um, it was more of a I didn't like how animals were being treated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no one really convinced me. I just saw what happened on farms and shit, and felt like killing was wrong. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually like the exact opposite. Where I, 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 uh, I don't care about animals or animal suffering. I just. Uh, wow. I just don't. I'm like in the middle road right here, because um, I I believe animal suffering is bad, but it's not necessarily like. I had a few arguments uh, from a few people. For example, we're not really sure that they feel or not, but I wouldn't want to assume that they do. But um. Oh, where was I going with this? So I care for animal life, and I feel like they're sat, like killing them for our consumption is more of a sacred thing, more more so than um just um something we do for enjoyment. What do you mean a sacred thing? Like consider our survival sacred. Killing an animal in that case is sacred because it's for our survival. Honestly, but I think like it's I more said about that oh, before. It's not though. Say what? Like I said before, it's not. You don't need to kill. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I understand. We made this argument. Um, You could just eat plants, right? Yeah. But I'm, say- I'm saying um, when I'm eating an animal, right, I'm thinking about what we had to go through in order for me to eat it rather than it's okay. It's not. It's just an empty life. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess it's more. I don't, I don't see how that I, I, makes a difference. Yeah, it does not make a physical difference, right? But in my mind, I'm 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 not just um I'm not making the assumption that animal life is valueless. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I don't think I make that assumption, but uh, I I think that I just I don't care when I see an animal get slaughtered. Right, that's not something that I categorize as a, a bad action when i see it fair enough i think it's um i think it's, it depends if it's for I, mean, consum- I could like i don't know you could use that argument with rape i don't care if someone rapes someone it's still yeah yeah you you could use that argument with rape uh what's what's unsa- what's what's illogical about it oh well <laughs> it's just that i don't care isn't really an argument no, no, it's a. It actually is, though. Logically speaking, it is. Okay, but I mean, would you say it's completely justified if I went up to your mother, raped her, killed her, ate her, and said, "Well, I don't care." Uh, normatively, no. Um, logically, it's consistent. There's nothing illogical about it. There's nothing that breaks a, the law of identity, the law of non-contradiction, the law of libido, or something. It is absurd, though, right? Um, it's not normative. Yeah, mm. sure. I mean, I, I certainly would find it to be absurd. It mm-hmm. would, it would also be hurtful, right? It would yes. also be a bad action. So, um, yeah, I mean, that goes against my preferences, right? Their preference goes against my preference. So essentially, um, but but you you do realize though that you are using preference to justify your worldview, right? Um, me or spooky owl? Spooky owl. Um, you you have a preference towards 
ending animal suffering, which is actually condemnable. Uh, it's not a condemnable. It's a it's admirable uh, thing to want. But it is, at the end of the day, basically, if you reduce it, it's just a preference. We're both hard materialists here, right? It is a preference. I will say that, yeah. Okay, so you're using preference to justify uh, what's moral then, right? I mean, yeah, morals are subjective. Therefore, I guess they are technically based on preferences. Okay, so like if somebody has a preference uh, to rape, how is that different than your, pre how is that different than your preference uh, uh, that you want to end animal suffering? Well, the thing is, though, one causes uh, harm. One well, yeah, not. but you you have a preference towards not causing harm in the same way the person has a preference towards causing harm. So the precept that I would guess that one would have to make is that harm is bad. Harm is uh, yeah, something Yeah, you, you we could presuppose that, but then the other person could just presuppose the opposite. So it's like what, what I'm trying to make him realize is that at base, right, pretty much all moral action could be categorized as um, preferential reasoning. So what you're saying is preferential reasoning is bad because it goes against my preferences? Okay. Basically, um, that's what you're saying, right? Uh, I, um, hmm. It's a hard one, actually. It, it is a tough question. Um, it is a tough question. Yeah, it, it, it is. Because it's like, kind of, you know, I guess it is a preference to value well-being of not wanting someone to be harmed. But, um, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I think if we're hard materialists here, there's really no, I mean, it's just an inescapable reality that we use preferences to justify what's moral and what's not moral. So you have a preference towards not seeing animals uh, being harmed. Uh, I have a preference towards uh, eating meat, and I don't care about uh, animals being harmed, all of which could just be labeled as preference. Um, and how do you condemn mine using preferential reasoning if you're using preferential reasoning? So I think that um, uh, ultimately, when, in order for one to convince you otherwise, they would have to use um, one of your own preferences against, against you. my other preferences and yes and which one weighs out yeah no that's true but the kind of fundamental question that i'm getting at here with spooky owl is um is it really logical to use preferential reasoning to condemn preferential reasoning it is not it's not logical okay it's not you it's not it's not you it's not reasonable to use your preferential reason against my preferential reason no no you have to use my own preferential reason against myself yeah, so this is so this is great because this is exactly the area of which i wanted to get you in because this is getting into the analyzing of actually name the trait as an argument because there's something about name the trait that you guys need to realize especially spooky Al, because i think he's been around it a lot more than you um but uh basically the selection of traits is picked is picked based on preferences so when I say that my preference, that my trait uh, that I name is my preference, basically I'm saying what everybody else is saying. I'm just being more to the point about it, right? So when somebody says I value intelligence, they might as well just be saying my preference, right? My preference is to value intelligence. So really at the base of what they're saying is my preference. Mm -hmm. The only difference is, is I'm skipping that step and I'm just going right to it and saying my preference. Okay, so you say- But the difference is, the difference is, <clears throat> that when I say my preference, uh, Isaac has to say, 
well, what if that preference was, it, what if somebody else had a different preference than you and it was used against you in a harmful way or X, Y, or Z scenario in which another preference was used? Mm -hmm. um, the, and then in the case of which I name intelligence, he completely skips that step of my preference. He doesn't actually mention that argument, even though I'm still reasoning. And the reason why he's not going to do that is because he realizes that he's using preferential reasoning to justify his worldview mm -hmm. whilst, uh, whilst condemning preferential reasoning. So it's actually hypocritical. He's actually being illogical. That's, that's, uh, and so far as how he used it, it's not written on, uh, it's not written anywhere uh, in Name the Trait, but in so far as how he uses it, he's actually being illogical because he's using his own preferential reasoning uh, to justify his worldview. And when somebody else says my preference, he'll say that that's illogical because uh, somebody else could have a different preference of which you don't like, mm -hmm. but he's using preferential reasoning to justify his worldview. So, so it's, it's a viciously circular. So argument. I'm going to say that probably perhaps preference is um, something that you can, that is not usable to debunk somebody else's preference, but rather it, it is kind of important that one has an open preference. I would assume if you want to have an intellectual conversation, the one that's kind of uh, beneficial, maybe um, enlightening. Normatively, I actually agree with you. I think people should be open, but that in itself is a, a preference. Yes, <laughs> unfortunately, but like so, it's like <laughs> yes, it's 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 a it's a noble preference. If it's which is also that's also subjective, but I'm just saying like basically usually... this is the problem though because it's like. Uh, the 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 moral argument could basically be uh, framed in in terms of like a precept almost because a precept is trying to make you realize that everything is fundamentally presuppositional in the same way uh, people who make moral arguments you could just point out to them that everything is fundamentally preferential so it's it's a vicious cycle I mean I think that there are ways around this um, in terms of normative ethics. But in terms of descriptive, what is logical and illogical, there is pretty much no way around this. And I do think, uh, it, it, in terms of my evaluation, I think that Isaac is actually being extremely fallacious with his argumentation. So I wanted to point that out to you, Spooky Owl. And uh, if you ever, if you ever uh, feel like maybe you've, you've picked this out for yourself or maybe you think about it more and you actually do agree with my argument, you might want to bring it to Isaac and see how open he is to it. Um, All right. Uh, you may want to confront him on this point because I, he doesn't really like being confront, confronted. But I've desperately wanted to see uh, see somebody bring this Who, point uh, up. Who's Isaac again? Um, ask yourself. Yeah, ask I'm yourself. I'm gonna be guessing Batman. No. Okay, thank God. <laughs> because Isaac, this guy that Isaac's ask yourself. The dude I posted the YouTube video link to. Okay. Okay. So, uh, spooky. I think I I I just want to be clear though here. Just because I'm saying that Isaac illogical arguments i'm not saying that veganism is illogical veganism is actually a logical position and i actually uh, want to say that i think veganism is the way forward and i think that veganism is the future of the human species um and i don't i don't even really have any doubts of that but um i do think that people like ask yourself give uh vegans who are philosophical a bad name because he uses these arguments that aren't very good Mm. Yeah, so I, I have that. I see that happening across a lot of different um, stances in uh, opinions. Like a lot of people have a shared opinion and they have this leader person figure that really makes bad arguments for them. And yeah. obvious, yeah, it's sad. Well, I mean, you, you find this everywhere. 
personality. Oh, by the way, I got to I'm going to have to go really soon. Um, so I appreciate this talk. It was very, um, t very enlightening. I learned a lot. Thank you so much, guys. And um, hopefully see you soon, maybe tomorrow. Same. Take care, guys. Yeah, well, that was interesting. Yeah, well, uh, Spooky Al just realized I'm a total sophist. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a total sophist, and I have no actual arguments, and I'm just, um, yeah, basically that. I had to learn more about debating before I claim anything like that. <laughs> no, um, totally. Yeah, I just did I think, that, with I think the best way to. Sorry, what? What coconut? <laughs> Yeah, I was asking uh, my buddy here, Bucky, if I shared Cromwell the Dross again between him and Insightful Inquiry. Maybe.